Welcome to Thursday's Morning Show Podcast, because you deserve a better morning. One of the problems with making sure we get you like the freshest news stories is sometimes they change and sometimes they update. So if you remember yesterday when I talked about the WWE being sold to Saudi Arabia, yeah. I've got an update on that in Pop Stop. And the Girl Scouts just dropped a new cookie, and you're going to want to get this one ASAP. Welcome to the Morning Show Podcast. My name is Anthony. I'm Carla Marie, and today is Thursday, January 12th, 2023. The Core Four. The four headlines you need to know. Another day, another update on classified documents being in places they shouldn't be. After President Biden's lawyers found a small number of classified documents in a locked closet as they were clearing out an old office, it seems like the president's team decided to do some digging to see if there were any other classified documents laying around. And surprise, surprise, they found some more. According to multiple reports, the president's aides found what they are calling a small number of additional classified documents. The exact amount and where they were found isn't public information yet but we do know they were found in a different location than the original documents discovered in November. Just like the documents found in November, the Justice Department and the National Archives were made aware of the discovery when it happened. There's no word from the White House as to whether or not the search for more classified documents is ongoing or complete. The Federal Aviation Administration had a nightmare happen yesterday. They had a system outage and had to issue a ground stop on all U.S. flights. The outage was for a system called Notice to Air Missions, which provides pilots with notices they need before flying. The ground stop was lifted around 9 a.m. Eastern Time, but the damage was already done. As of yesterday afternoon, over 8,600 flights were delayed and over 1,200 of them were canceled. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg said the nationwide ground stop was out of an abundance of caution, but the key question officials need to look into is if the system outage is an indication that the FAA system is outdated. And to put all of this in perspective for you, the last time a ground stop on all U.S. flights happened was 9-11. Damar Hamlin finally got to go home. His journey home took nine days and two different hospitals, but after possibly the scariest thing anyone has seen in an NFL game, Hamlin finally gets to go home. DeMar Hamlin was the defensive player in the Bills-Bengals Monday night football game who collapsed on the field suffering cardiac arrest after making a routine tackle. Here is the direct quote from a doctor at Buffalo General Hospital. We have completed a series of tests and evaluations, and in consultation with the team physicians, we are confident that DeMar can be safely discharged to continue his rehabilitation at home and with the Bills. And here's some really positive news that came from Hamlin's scary episode. The GoFundMe he created to raise money for a toy drive received over $8 million since the Monday Night Football incident. And DeMar Hamlin has started selling t-shirts with the words, did we win, which was the first question he wrote to his medical staff when he woke up, along with a pair of hands forming a heart. All the proceeds from those shirts are reportedly going to first responders and the University of Cincinnati Trauma Center. New Jersey students have a new school subject requirement, debunking. Governor Phil Murphy signed a law making New Jersey the first state in the U.S. to require K-12 lessons in how to tell reliable information from fiction. Oh, cool. 
The State Department of Education will develop statewide standards for districts to follow, and they're relying on the expertise of school library media specialists and teachers. Some schools have already begun navigating the subject. A teacher at Hasbrook Heights High School, Michael Warren, launched the class in 2019 to help his students find reputable online sources. In a recent class, they decided which conspiracy theory to explore and disprove next. So they had to choose between JFK's assassination, 9-11 being an inside job, the earth is flat, and the moon landing was staged. The students will also learn ways to approach friends and relatives who have supported conspiracy theories. I do think with the proliferation of all of the different news sources, quote unquote, news sources we have out there, it is important for people to learn, especially when they're younger, how to navigate that landscape. And fun fact, Michael Warren, that high school teacher at Hasbrook Heights High School, Mm -hmm. he used to work for Elvis Duran in the morning show. Oh, cool. Before we started there, his name was Stick. So if you listen, it was Stick. He had my job before I had my job. I used to call into the show and he would be the person answering the phone. Hope for humanity. Even when the news sucks, there's still hope. Here's a term you might not be familiar with. The Montreal Protocol. And no, the Montreal Protocol is not the process of putting cheese curds and brown gravy on your French fries. That's poutine. We'll get back to the Montreal Protocol in a second, but I'll give you a term I'm sure you've heard at some point in your life. The ozone layer. If you need a refresher, the ozone layer exists in the Earth's stratosphere and protects us and the environment from dangerous levels of the sun's ultraviolet radiation. And as you probably know, back in 1985, scientists discovered a huge hole in the ozone layer, and that hole was getting bigger. The cause of the hole was unfortunately our fault due to the ozone-damaging chemicals we were releasing into the atmosphere. And you might remember this term from middle school or high school. Chlorofluorocarbons. Those were the big culprits found in aerosol cans, refrigerators, and air conditioners. But this is hope for humanity. So let's get back to the Montreal Protocol. In 1987, two years after the hole was found, an international agreement called the Montreal Protocol was adopted. It laid out a plan to phase out almost 100 synthetic chemicals that contribute to ozone depletion. And according to the latest UN report, almost 99% of those synthetic chemicals have been phased out. And not only has the ozone layer rebounded, if the current plan stays in place, in most places in the world, the ozone layer can get back to its levels from 1980 in less than 20 years. The Montreal Protocol is an amazing example of how the international community can come together and either stop or reverse the damage that we've done to the planet. And hopefully, we can do that for some other problems we're facing, like forever chemicals in our food and water or greenhouse gases in our air. Do yourself a favor and head to themorningshowpodcast.com. When you get there, you'll see each episode turned into a blog post. When you click on it, for example, when you click on Thursday, January 12th, 2023, you'll see what's trending and be able to click on the link right there. You'll see how to sign up for our newsletter, how to sign up to play a game. You'll also be able to click over and watch our Twitch show right from there. It's all in one place for you. Just go to themorningshowpodcast.com. Let's play Cover Lovers. All the songs you know and love, but different. So today for Cover Lovers, 
We've got some piano covers done by a YouTube artist called The Theorist. He's got an incredible page where he does a bunch of piano covers. Okay. Uh, but before we get into the songs, we need to learn who our guests are, Carla Marie. Yes. Coming to us from Baltimore, Maryland, we have former co-workers. First up is Matt. Good morning, Matt. Good morning. Good morning. And Matt has challenged James. Good morning, James. Good morning. Okay, so are you guys musical geniuses? Like, who is going to win today? What do you guys think? I, I think I'm going to win because... <laughs> We fought over the music on our carpools back in the day. Oh. So, you know, we're both music fans. We're both general music fans. Anything you throw at us, I think it could do. James is a karaoke enthusiast. James, what is your go-to karaoke song? Ooh, my go-to is probably either Eminem, Lose Yourself, or Jay-Z, Linkin Park, Numb Encore. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, okay. It's tense karaoke song. Well, these songs yes. these songs are all over the place. We're going to cover a couple different genres, different artists, obviously. Carla Marie, who is going first? Uh, Matt will go first. All right, Matt, here right. is your first cover lover's clue. Got it. I got okay, it. what do you got? Bruno Mars, that's what I like. Two points. Well done. I was happy you were going to get that. Now we are going to move over to James's part of round one. James, here is your cover lover's clue. Nothing. You have no guess at all. Are you messing with us? Uh, uh, I'm, I'm blanking. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. The karaoke king. We have to give you the buzzer. Okay. okay. It's official. Now. The, kara- the karaoke king <laughs> misses fun. out in round one. So since you got zero points, it moves back over to Matt. And Matt, you can steal these points if you know the correct title and or artist. I'm a little shaky on the artist, but I think I got the title is Wonderwall by Semisonic. One point, because it is Wonderwall by Oasis. All right. Yeah, I should have had that. (laughs) That's like the the biggest karaoke song. Great karaoke song, yeah. (laughs) All right, moving into round two, and of course, these clues are going to get harder as we go, which seems to be good news for Matt and bad (laughs) bad news for James. Matt, your round two clue. Got it. What is it? Sucker by Jonas Brothers. (laughs) Two points. I saw I saw Matt jamming out while he was listening to his clue. I like that one. Uh, James, one hundred Elvis Duran show plays in. (laughs) Yeah, James, you're still in the game, but you're gonna want to you're gonna want to get a point or two here to stay in the game. (sighs) Okay, I'm ready. Here 
is your cover lover's clue for round two. Oh man, I need a little bit more to hear. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we gave you we gave you 15 seconds. I know, I know, but it was like with like the beats and then like I, I think like the lyrics were involved. I was like, oh, it wasn't you gotta, quite. You gotta have um, something. I know, I have faith. Uh, oh man, just hit the buzzer. Up. Oh. Wow. <laughs> well, I Matt, these piano covers. We shouldn't have done this one, Matt. <laughs> Matt, you can steal the points here. I'm I'm surprised because it plays into his name, Post Malone. Better now. Two points. Oh, I, James, your last name is Malone. It is. Yeah. There you wow, go. you yeah. didn't even know your cousin's own song. <laughs> That's Matt has seven and James has zero. Wow. So we don't even actually have to get into oh, no. round three, but but we are fun. going to. <laughs> well, the pressure is on. You can join that illustrious list of people who've gotten zero or you can get your point to close out this game. But first we're going to go over to Matt for his part of round three, Matt, here is your cover lovers clue. I didn't get it till the very end there, I think. I don't know the artist. Maybe I'm a little shaky, but Savage Love by Jason Derulo. Two points. <laughs> Matt, the musical genius oh today. God. A very shaky nine points. How many points. times did you listen to piano covers? <laughs> <laughs> so here's the interesting thing. Now, we have two things on the line right now as we get into the last clue. The highest amount of points we've had was Elliot from the Elliot and Nina show. He had 10 points. Now, James, if you get zero points, not only do you join the the list of people who have gotten zero points, but you give Matt the chance to be the highest point getter ever. Oh my God. On the morning show podcast. (laughs) Yeah. James, here is your cover lover's clue. I have no idea. Oh, no. Just like that. Well, one more person. Damn. On the list of people who have gotten zero points. Now, Matt. Let's see. Oh, my gosh. I don't even I don't even know the words, but it's going to come to me as soon as you play it. Go. Well, the song was Positions by Ariana Grande. So you hear it now? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I hear it. Yeah. But. Wow. <laughs> James, how do you feel about uh, losing? Uh, hey, it happens. Hey, but next time, l- let's not do the piano cover. Okay. <laughs> All right. We will bring you back. Two second tune rematch. Oh, nerds. Nerd news. Because there's a little nerd in all of us. This is for all the AI nerds, but it's a PSA for everyone because it's frightening. Microsoft's new AI tool can hear just three seconds of your voice and then mimic you. Yes, after three 
seconds. That means by now, it clearly would have mimicked me. Microsoft is using the technology as a way to make text-to-speech sound more realistic, which means Siri, Alexa, or your Google Assistant will all sound like real people more than they already do. But how? So the tool was trained using Meta's Libri Lite dataset, which contains 60,000 hours of recorded English language from over 7,000 unique speakers. But here's why this frightens me. With visual AI, you need headshots from various angles or video footage to recreate something like a deep fake. And even then you look at it and you can kind of make a judgment call over if it's real or not. But three seconds of your voice to recreate it, that's scary. We are back at it again on Twitch today, going live at 8 a.m. on the West Coast, 11 a.m. on the East Coast. And you can watch the show very simply by searching for Carla Marie and Anthony in the Twitch app or heading over to twitch.tv slash Carla Marie and Anthony. And we've got a special giveaway today. If we hit 200 live viewers at any point in today's Twitch stream, we are going to give away some You Look Great gear. But either way, with or without the giveaway, it's going to be a great time, and we'd love to see you in the chat. Twitch.tv slash Carla Marie and Anthony. It may not be important, but we're all talking about it. Let's get to an understanding. My job is to cover ridiculous things that arise in pop culture. So in short, I'm just doing my job. This is Pop Stop. The Girl Scouts are at it again. They just dropped another cookie. It's the Raspberry Rally. Raspberry Rally. So is it? Chocolate-covered raspberry? Yeah, so raspberry? it's... Raspberry? Yes. It's technically the sister cookie to the Thin Mint. So what? it has the same chocolate coating as oh. a Thin Mint, but it's filled with raspberry inside, thank God, instead of the gross mint. I, I respect the Girl Scouts. I respect innovation. <laughs> I respect progress. But you're not getting me off a of Thin Mint. Okay, well... I, I, that's, that's my cookie. Luckily, we live in a world where both of them get to exist. But there is a catch. The Raspberry Rally is only available online. Okay. The Girl Scouts of America organization said they want the Girl Scouts to hone their entrepreneurial and e-commerce skills. So instead of just being outside of your grocery store now, they're going to be trying to get you to go to a website. I'll never forget the first time I was going into... I, I specifically remember this. It was at a Ralph's in Manhattan Beach, California. Okay. I was going in and the Girl Scouts got me and they're like, oh, would you like to buy some Girl Scouts cookies? And I said... I don't have any cash yep. on me, but thanks anyway. And they, said, and they said, we've got Venmo and we can take your credit card. And you, I said, oh, no. <laughs> it's so insane because as someone who was a brownie and then a Girl Scout, like Girl Scout cookies, I would go door to door to my neighbors. My parents would take my little pamphlet to work, mm -hmm. my cookie sheet, sell my cookies, and we would just have a stack of cash at home. But now they got like a square little thing. You could tap your credit card. It's wild what it's like today. Wow. We sound like we're 90. Yesterday, I mentioned that rumors were swirling around the impending sale of World Wrestling Entertainment to Saudi Arabia's private investment fund. But a couple of hours after the morning show podcast was uploaded, some high-ranking WWE officials put the brakes on those rumors and said that although the Saudis are potential suitors for the entertainment company, there isn't a deal in place. Now, that doesn't mean it can't or won't happen. It just means that it hasn't happened yet. But when Vince McMahon came back to take over the company, the company's bylaws were also changed to give Vince full control when it comes to selling the company, including sole control over who the company is sold to. 
Apparently, there have been multiple WWE superstars who have said they plan on leaving the company if it is in fact sold to the Saudis. And there are also superstars who have said they would leave the company if Vince takes creative control of storylines again. That job currently belongs to his son-in-law, Triple H. What's trending? The thing you didn't know you needed until Carla Marie told you about it. This what's trending might be the most comfortable one ever. They're fleece-lined sweatpants. They're perfect for cooler months like we're in right now. If you love going on walks while it's freezing outside, you need these. Or maybe you're spending time at a ski lodge or just sitting on your couch. They literally look like a blanket inside of the sweatpants. And they come in eight different colors. Yeah, go check them out today. TheMorningShowPodcast.com. The Morning Show Podcast. I listen to you guys every morning with Carla Marie and Anthony. Before we get out of here for the day, I do need to make a correction to Tuesday's episode of The Morning Show Podcast. It was brought to my attention that in Pop Stop, when I was talking about Dr. Dre and his beef with Marjorie Taylor Greene, <laughs> yeah. I had mentioned that she was from Florida. Mm. She's not. She's a representative from the state of Georgia. It gets confusing. You know that Florida-Georgia line? They're very like the the group. Yep. (laughs) I'm going to blame the fact that I was just coming back from Vegas and I had like Vegas brain. Okay, that happens. I'm going to blame that as the reason. But today is episode 217 of the morning show podcast, which brings us to area code 217, which serves Springfield, Illinois. So what fun facts do you have about Springfield, Illinois, Carla Marie? That is where President Abraham Lincoln was living when he became president-elect. He lived there from the 1830s to 1861 when he left for Washington. That makes sense because he was also a senator from Illinois, so he would have to live in the Capitol at some point, right, before he took the White House. I don't know. Did they have the same rules then? I don't know. Whether you live in the Springfield, Illinois area or anywhere, if you listen to this podcast, we appreciate your time, and we thank you for making the Morning Show podcast part of your morning routine. Oh, I should have told everybody about how Abraham Lincoln was a vampire. Yeah, you shouldn't have. I read the whole book. But you did. Thanks for listening to the Morning Show Podcast. Catch Carla Marie and Anthony live on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Carla Marie and Anthony. 